Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today, Meg, we are talking platforms. Platforms like shoes. I heard there's all the rage like it back in the 90s. Platforms. Platform shoes. No, pl- yeah. not platform shoes. We are talking. Boogie, boogie, boogie. No, no. We're not talking political platforms either. And we're not talking about uh, platforms that you stand upon to like reach things. We are talking about social media platforms. Social media? I've never heard of it. <laughs> what is social media? So, oh, wise one. As a as a new member of the human race, uh, I'll I'll educate you. Shall I? Yes, because I have only lived for 25 years and my life has not been completely inundated with social media platforms and I do not constantly absorb information from them. Not at all. I am a human. How's that quarter life crisis going? Oh, it's going really well. I turned 25 (laughs) and now everything is like, everything's a lie. I can taste (laughs) colors. So let's see. I can see sound. So let's let's get me get this straight. At sixteen, you're able to drive a car. At eighteen, yes. you're able to vote. At twenty-one, yes. you're able to drink. And at twenty-five, yes. you realize everything is a lie. Is that how it goes? Yes. And you start to taste color. And you start to taste color. Are, are you sure you maybe haven't taken some sort of like a psychedelic drug? I don't know. Someone said, here, it's your 25th birthday. Eat this. <laughs> so I ate it, and now I can taste color. Just like Alice through the looking glass. Okay. Yes. Uh, so plat- It takes all the running possible to stay in the same place. There you go. There you go. The Red Queen theory. <laughs> okay, but we're talking about platforms. I will not. Yes, I will this be, is a platform where I will share my opinion. I will not be dragged into your, your midlife or your, sorry, quarter-life crisis psychosis. Okay. Uh, well, you're not fun. I, uh, so, so we should post this on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Look at you. Segway See, girl. Segway. Yeah. Segway girl. Um, so yes, YouTube is, is a platform as is Twitter, uh, Twitter. and Instagram. And so yes. those are some of the, you know, OG platforms, right? So YouTube, Pinterest. YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. Facebook. I don't know that Facebook's really a platform. No, nah, Facebook is a platform. You think? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, you, as, it's as the original, one of the OG, as the millennial social in, media platform, as the, excuse you, I am belonging to no generation. I am, I, I am not a millennial, nor am I a Gen Z. I am somewhere floating in the space of time. Are you? You're somewhere because on the cusp? I, I have been told that I'm a millennial. I've been told that I'm a Gen Z. So my my generation is space dust. Okay. Well, okay. So as a member of Generation Space Dust, um, 
you would probably <laughs> I can't believe I got you to say it. You would probably know more about the OG platforms than I would, but I Well, I certainly think I know more. Uh okay. Well, yeah, what you think and what what is sometimes are two different things. That's not what I was told. <laughs> Somebody lied. Who, who lied to you? An entire generation and society. So Where's my gold star? You, I participated. You, I'm here. You're not getting a trophy tonight, Megan. Sorry. Uh, nope, not tonight. Fine. I'll just go make a video and rant about this on my YouTube channel. You should, you know. Which I don't have. You should put it on uh, Instagram. I should put Instagram stories. Everything now has stories. It seems to. But look, okay, before we get into what they are and, and how they work and why they're important, uh, let's. Do you need me to do a segue? Let's make no. Let's make sure we, we kind of cover. So those we, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, um, Facebook, those are the OG platforms. And some of the newer ones, you know, TikTok. A uh, uh, new one is Clubhouse. Uh, these are, you know, the the newer platforms that uh, people are. It's like a gold rush. They're they're trying to stake their claim and become, you know, Clubhouse or TikTok famous. So I'm sorry, I just have to point this out. I cannot think of Clubhouse without thinking of, without thinking of like Club Penguin. Okay. So what is Club Penguin, Megan? Oh, we don't have time for that on this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's a dark time. So for our, our listening audience, Club Penguin is a child's club on Disney cruises. Not necessarily just for children. <laughs> okay. That's why I stopped going on Club Penguin. So it's supposed to be a... It's like Penguins, not Penguin. Uh, oh, wow. I had to. I had to. Did you? Did you have to? I was compelled by the fact that I am now 25. And like. That hurts. Instincts. Like I'm becoming older. Like but my age is 25. Better, my, but not better. My soul, my soul is that of a middle-aged man who never grew out of like his humor at 15 and just constantly makes puns. Are are you puns? I must share. Are you saying on my social media? Are you saying that you're like uh, you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just I was going to get there, but you got there before I did. Okay. I don't like to beat around the bush. I would just beat the bush. Are you Are you done? I have no idea. Are you quite done? I'm done for now. Okay. That That's all I can ask. So let's talk about. Why platforms exist? Well, that's a very interesting question. I think it really has to do with the fact that we live in an age of technology. Yep. And due to the technological advances, I can use big words today, woo. I just celebrate the small victories. Um, because of this advancement, we have been able to connect with others that we otherwise would not have been able to. And when we are able to connect with others, I feel like it's almost human nature to want to share with these people we now have access to. I think that's why Facebook, Twitter, all these different kinds of social media platforms have popped up because of humans' innate desire to connect with one another. 
Okay. Um, I love it. I think that for me, it's a little bit more, you know, brain, base of the brain type of behavior. I think society has evolved into you're either a voyeur or you're an exhibitionist. And I think that... Dad, this isn't the podcast for that. (laughs) I think that uh, what technology has done in the last 10, 15 years is given way to allow those who feel like they have, they, they need to say something, right? They, they, yes, to, you have to know how good the spaghetti I had on Thursday was, right? This is dire information. I must, I must get it into the ear holes of someone that my spaghetti was amazing. Or the eye holes. Or the eye holes, right? All, never mind. <laughs> was, all the holes. Is that what say all the holes. <laughs> But we're keeping that we're keeping this clean. It's a family. It's a family friendly podcast. Um, so I think that because I mean, growing up uh, again, let's let's reestablish. I am a a, a cis white male uh, of a certain age or a certain generation. Gen, you know, Gen Z. Um, You're not Gen no, Z. No, so Gen X. Pardon me, Gen X. Wow. Try, wow. Try to yeah. try to generation hop there. Um, so as a member of <laughs> you would stick out. I, definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd be the only Gen Zers. I'm gonna, put the, I'm gonna put that on my Facebook. Gen Xer tries to become a Gen Z. <laughs> WTF, my dude. WT- like that's uh, not pop. Like OMG LOL. Yeah, I as you can tell, I'm totally in touch with my generation. Yeah, well, so am I. And my generation is finding it difficult, more, more and more difficult to deal with your generation. In, oh, in this... I think some of us in the generation also find it hard to deal with us. Yeah, and we all hate the boomers, right? Um, I mean, that could be an entire podcast itself. And it will be, I'm sure. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about the boomers at some point. But today, um, let's just, okay, boomer, um, let's just talk about... Oh my gosh, we, we are so bad. This is what happens when you get two people with uh, ADD uh, on a podcast. It just it goes off the rails, or or it goes on the rails of the crazy train <laughs> that is that is operated by squirrels. <laughs> Speaking of which, there are squirrels outside my window, and I call them the Joffrey Club. Are they? So, yes. so you could actually go squirrel and be and and have yes and actually have a squirrel. So validating. <laughs> Look, see, there's so a squirrel. Validating. There's really a yeah, squirrel. So validating. I feel like I need to take a picture and post it on social media to be like, I am validated. <laughs> Squirreling is a thing. Squirrels. Meet Joffrey and Joffrey Senior <laughs> and Joffrey's daughter Joffrey. Uh, and okay, so am I catching that Joffrey is Joffrey from? Game of Thrones, Joffrey? I did not know what I had done to those squirrels until my boyfriend, D. Snugs, okay. was like, you know who Joffrey is, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, I just like the name. Oh, well, you just doomed these squirrels to be hated forever. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh. Could you imagine well, Could sorry. you imagine being the actor that portrayed Joffrey? Because uh, they're... Okay. Isn't Joffrey pretty young? Like yeah, he, he was. He was. And he's... Yeah, I, I know. I think he's might be maybe your age. Uh, but while filming... Um, he, yeah, he was young. He was probably 13 and this was 10 years ago. So yeah, maybe he's 24, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. 
good, nice kid, right? Uh, I've seen interviews with him. Incredibly nice guy. Played one of the worst people. Just a wanker. I mean, just uh, somebody who you, if any, if anybody, anybody was ever to come to me and say, yeah, he, he wasn't so bad. I'd be like, oh, I'm staying away from you. Uh, that that tells me all I need to know about your personality. <laughs> if you think that Joffrey wasn't so bad, if you don't think that Joffrey was anything other than a complete sociopath, yeah, uh, just completely evil, uh, then I don't want to be near you. And in fact, we need I need to put a restraining order on you right now. So okay. anyway, okay. Yeah, Enough. See, there you go. Enough about Joffrey. Anyway, Back. thank you for joining us for Random Squirrel Moment Corner. And that was Joffrey featuring talk. actual squirrels. <laughs> okay. So yeah, enough of, of squirrel and Joffrey talk. So back to platforms. Um yes. so again, uh my thesis is that uh society has has evolved w- with the advent of the internet and the ability for anybody to talk to anybody um yes. you know we've we've become a culture a society of voyeurs and exhibitionists and and, and, it's, and i would have to agree i would almost say that our society is kind of evolving around that concept so i yeah recently it is i mean and it's it's i see it permeating into other forms of media i see it i, I see it affecting society just how we communicate with one another um i you know i watch i watch my nieces and my nephews you know young people that are younger than you and and how they communicate not only not possible i am the youngest generation <laughs> but how they communicate like i you know at family gatherings i'll watch uh you know my nieces and my nephew pull out their phone first off they're glued to their phones i think they, they, you know the next generations their head is going to be permanently tilted at a, like a what a forty five <laughs> degree angle looking down. That would be so nice. It would it would eradicate neck pain. Yeah. So you know the movie Wall-E when it shows the future of you know humans on on levitating you know loungers. Uh, what yeah. they forgot, what they didn't get right, is the fact that yes, we're going to be humans, blobus gelatinous humans on levitating loungers, but we're going to have a permanent. Our, our bodies are going to evolve to just have a permanent 45 degree downward, you know, slope bend in it. Mm, so we're slowly becoming hunchbacks. It's, well, it's not even a hunchback. It's, it's just, you know, cause it's your, your shoulders aren't going to, it's just going to be your neck is just going to be down here. Right. Just to make, you know, viewing screens easier. Um, but anyway, so yeah. I, I watch how they communicate, right. And they're switching between apps on their phones They're switching between like Snapchat and Instagram and TikTok. And, and they're just, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch because they'll be, they'll see a Snapchat and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll text or, the, you know, they'll type and then they'll swipe and they're on to the next app. It's like, it's, it's like this nonstop intake of data and it's. It is a nonstop intake of data. I can confirm. I personally, so I, I am new to TikTok, newish, right? I've been, I've been using TikTok. Welcome, your life is now ruined forever. It is, right? I've been using it for six months, and in fact, about three months ago, I removed TikTok from all of my devices because I'm like, I, I can't do this, right? It, no, and I'll tell you why. Because when you sit down and you open up TikTok, it's 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 a 
it's a time portal because it really is. You, I have never been on an app for so long that the app tells me, "Hey, you might want to stop." There's a world outside of TikTok. <laughs> maybe go, I don't know, breathe some fresh air. Maybe get some sun. Uh, maybe I don't know, drink some water. But seriously, I mean, I will look up and an hour has flown by, and I don't know where it went. Right? It's just, uh, and it's not that you know, it's not that the content is that great. Most of it is really stupid. Right. I mean, it's, yes, it's but a lot is it of so stupid. It actually becomes great. No, because there are, no. are quite a few TikTokers that like I've actually subscribed to. I have learned more from TikTok than I have from textbooks. Bees can perceive time. I saw that one. That was a, that was an amazing TikTok. No, you're, yes. you're right. There, there are some quality <laughs> content creators. Information you only find on TikTok. There is absolutely some quality content on TikTok. But so for those of you who don't, so we're going to talk about TikTok for a minute. So for TikTok, those TikTok, formerly known as Musically, formerly known as I think it's something else. I don't know there was ever something else. I've only known it as Musically. But anyway, what I what, think there was one before Musically. So it was an or it, one between Musically and TikTok. It was an app that was created ostensibly to uh, allow up and coming uh, musicians to you know, put their, their music on the internet. Right. So it was 30 seconds. I think it's 30 seconds. And I think you can, once you get so many followers or some, some magic happens and you're able to do longer clips, but for right now, you know, like if I was to go do a TikTok, I think I'm limited to like 30 seconds or something like that. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but you, you know, it was a snot, it was a short clip. Um, again, the first iteration was pretty much for musicians, singers, people that wanted to be in the, uh, you know, to be discovered like Justin Bieber um, or Sean Mendes. And then it slowly morphed into 14 year old girls well, then you had doing covers, covers, slow-mo to their favorite songs. So and memeing the world. Absolutely. In, in that time, I think musically came out when Vine was still around and I think it came out like right when Vine right, died. Right. So you had RIP Vine. Vine who was Vine owned the world for a brief moment in time. I um, miss Vine. And then there was Vine shut down and then there was this void and we all know that nature abhors of a, a vacuum. And so yes. musically um, had to fill that hole. Had to fill that hole. And boy did it fill it. Uh, yes. So it, then, it it, it. then they went through a name change. They called it TikTok, T-I-K, T-O-K. Um, and it's, it is what it is today. Now, TikTok is, is controversial. TikTok is the new Vine. It really is, right? Uh, and, and it's controversial because it's run by – well, TikTok is created by a company out of China. And so – Shocker. Um, you know, during how many China, how many people in China do you think can actually watch TikTok? Though? That's a great question. I don't know. I, I have I need to look into that. But uh there I was there was a Facebook. There was some controversy. What? What are you talking about? Where where are you going, Meg? Some country doesn't have Facebook. They have that's China. A it's China. country only it's China. Cause yep. yeah. Uh but yeah, I I 
I used to know the name of it, uh, but yeah, it's China. China has its own YouTube. China has yep. its own Facebook. Um, yep. China has its own Twitter. Uh, yes. So basically, they have recreated uh, all of the popular social media networks and platforms for the rest of the world inside of China because dictatorships. China, yes, it censors and uh, censors what its people can see. Um, being in the business, except for in Beijing. No, 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 no. Except for in Hong Kong. That's what I meant. Okay. Because Beijing mainland. I know my cities in China. I'm educated. Be- our mainland China is, sits all behind what's called the Great Firewall of China, and that you know that is uh, what regulates what they can and cannot see. So anyway, before we get into this, is not China talk either. Um, but so so TikTok is like the king right now. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of content creators that are on TikTok, And like I said, uh, I find personally, I, as a cis white male of a certain generation, I find most of it to be drivel. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I don't think TikTok's before, for me. TikTok can be for everyone. That's why there's different quote unquote, different TikToks, which talk, <laughs> left talk right talk so i have found my way um, into some very inter- magic talk yeah very interesting corners of tiktok i found my way there oh it's like youtube you just fall like let you don't fight against the wave of the video the wave of the videos you just let it take, let you, it take you and see where you end up I've ended up on belly dance TikTok more <laughs> times than I can count. And I'm just like, I started on anime TikTok. Then I went to book TikTok. Wow. Then I went to like just comedian TikTok. How did I end up at belly dancing TikTok? Uh, I don't I don't know. It's the algorithm. Well, and that's the other thing. So we got to talk about. I'm into belly dancing TikTok. So all these platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Google, not Google. Why am I talking about Google? Uh, YouTube. TikTok. Because Google owns YouTube. They all have, yeah. They all have this these algorithms. And these algorithms learn what you like. And so they start recommending, or in the case of TikTok with your for you page, which is just a stream, right? Of videos. Yep. They and it, it's great. It's 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 offer it's serving you up what it thinks you'll like to keep you mm-hmm. You know, on that on that application because you know they make and it does. Oh, it does. They make their money through advertisements, right? Yes. And what's but what's interesting is I don't necessarily recall See, many ads on TikTok. I know there's it's it's weird. So good. Okay, before we deep dive more into the different platforms, well, we really haven't only gotten on TikTok. <laughs> yes, we're, we're bad at this this podcast stuff. Yeah. Hey, people didn't come here for the information. They came here to listen to us just ramble. For the journalist. This is B-grade media after yeah, all. For the, we're, not, we're not here for the journalistic uh, quality and integrity. It's it's more, let's see how much of a dumpster fire. Tangent. Dumpster fire Wade and Meg can be today. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with I you. I feel like we're like. The flames yeah. are still contained. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad dumpster fire it's not, today. It's not that bad. Anyway, speaking of dumpster fires, 
Um, social medias can definitely be dumpster fires at point. And as you are a cis white man. Yes. From a certain generation. Yes. And I am a cis white woman from another generation. Yes. My generation has grown up with social media, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember I was pretty young when Facebook first came out. And before Facebook, there was MySpace. There was MySpace. My sister had a MySpace. Yeah. Um, I was not old enough to have a MySpace. Nope. Thank goodness, because I was a very gullible little child. Yeah, it would it would have been bad. For, it would have been. Bad. Oh, it would have been so bad. I would have been one of those people that came up to my dad and be like, "Dad, I need your credit card because this prince <laughs> in Nigeria needs my help." Yeah, or you know, there'd be a random knock at the door, and it'd be like a thirty-year-old man, and be like, uh, "What's this?" Like, oh, I was supposed to have a friend come over, but you know, turns out I got catfished. In the worst possible yeah. way. So anyway, so you were um, saying. So, yeah, my generation has basically grown up with this kind of stuff. So it's the norm for us. As someone who grew up in a time where this wasn't even really a thought in anyone's mind. Or not at least the collective mind. Right. What are your takes on social media? Um, I want, if you can. Can you give me three positives and three negatives? Sure. So we'll start with, obviously, with the positives. Uh, well, first off, my take, let me give you a little history history here, right? Let me let me educate you, Megan. So, Oh, okay. We're going back in the DeLorean? You're going back in the DeLorean. Where we're, where we're going, we don't need roads. Um, so we just need snacks. Before, before the internet. Before the internet. Yes, before the internet. Um, the there were things called bulletin boards. And I have heard of them. Bulletin boards were, were think of the bulletin boards as much smaller internets uh, that are run by people. In fact, I, I ran a bulletin, a bulletin board for a, a brief moment in time. And what that required was... Uh, you, basically you, you needed these things called modems that used to plug into the, the telephone network and that's how compu oh, wow. computers connected to one another. Oh, going old school. Yeah. So the reason I bring up bulletin boards is even on bulletin boards, you had the ability to chat with one another. And so it was growing up, you know, you, you had, your sphere of friends, right? I mean, you had, and then you had your people at school. So your world was fairly small, right? And, and pretty contained. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you were, uh, you know, a, a child who went away to like summer camp or, you know, got to travel, then your world was bigger. But for most of us, our world was, was fairly small. Localized. Right. Localized. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, you, you communicated the way that, that kids communicate. You write notes, you talk, you go to the mall and, you know, run into to friends. Um, you may go, you know, places uh, with the dances. I mean, there's just, that's how you met people, right? That's how you interacted with them. And then these things called bulletin boards came around. 
And the world got slightly bigger because now I have people who are dialing in because, again, nobody wants to pay long distance charges. Yes, children, there was a time when calling long distance actually cost you more money. Um, so nobody wanted to pay long distance charges. So you would dial in locally. But that, you know, in the city I grew up in, that could be 20 miles away. And so suddenly you're talking to somebody that's across the city and you're interacting with them. And then the next thing is you had this, what these things called meetups, right? So the bulletin boards would have meetups because you know each other online, but yeah. then you could meet with people, you know, gather at a coffee shop for a meetup and start to understand because you didn't go usually by your, your real name. You went by a handle, right? So my handle was Blitzen SL SLC. Right. So, okay. Um, slight pause. Yes. Putting a pin in this conversation. Explain the nickname. Uh, I'm guessing you chose it. I did. So, in high school, somehow somebody gave me the name Blitz. Now, I'm at the time, about my dad every time. At the time, you know, because Blitz is short for Blitzkrieg, and Blitzkrieg is something that. I was blitz in the rain no there. no it's it's unfortunately short for blitz blitzkrieg which you know is a german word that came out of world war ii the blitzkrieg lightning oh, i think it's, i've never heard that term it's, it's, in my it's life stands i believe it translates to lightning war um but somebody gave me the name blitz and and me being a stupid teenager who didn't know world history went i love it and so um i hope you sounded exactly like that it, i did and so I, <laughs> I, I, I thought, well, well, the other nickname I had was Ferris, and that seemed too pretentious. So I went with Blitz, and because at the time I was in Salt Lake City, Utah, I put, you know, in the letter N, so like in trying to be cool, which just letter N, SLC. So Blitz and SLC. Um, that's the nickname I, I chose. And wow. I just love, like, hearing that. Blitz and SLC, and then thinking of usernames now, like Sexy Kitten Seven Seven Two Five Dash Yellow. Well, it's funny that was my first email address was Blitz and SLC at. Oh, I thought it was going to be Sexy Kitten. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, Sexy Kitten. But I've had so I've had that email address for oh a long time. Um, is it still up and running? Yep, it still is. Holy shit! Yep. It's, what was the last time you got anything in there? Uh, other than th that was actually something other than spam. It's been probably 15 years. So that's uh, the fact that you still check in on oh, it. I do. Primo. I do. Uh, anyway. So, you know, we had these, these bulletin boards and the world was getting bigger. And then, then the internet started to really come around. And, and the, before the internet was the internet that we know it now, it was, it was services like America online or CompuServe. Right. So these were, these were gateways to the internet and you still used your modem, but you dialed into a company and that company then connected you with people from all over the world. So people from all over the world could be on America online or on CompuServe and you still had chat, right? So you could still chat people up. But the difference is, is you're now not able to meet these people, right? You just know them from online. Um, but it's, all text-based chat. There wasn't any sharing of photos or of videos or anything. You could, you could probably share an audio recording, but that would take like overnight to upload. Um, <laughs> so then the, you know, then it, it, it 
evolved and and we started to see what we have today, which is multimedia. I mean, like right now we're recording. I'm in one state. You're in a completely different state. We have a video connection between us so we can see each other. Um, Hi. Hi. Uh, But, you know, so this is how we now communicate and distance is uh, irrelevant, right? The world is very small. Um, But the thing is, is I see you, you see me. We're not anonymous. And I think the thing that probably was the worst idea in the world was letting people be anonymous. Ooh, yeah. Because once you're anonymous, you are you are emboldened to be, you know, to be to potentially be a, a ter- say terrible things. Right? Because you're anonymous. Nobody's ever gonna find out it was me. Yeah. I just that's another podcast we should do. Like why anonymity suddenly i don't want to say changes because i don't necessarily think having anonymity suddenly changes your personality and attitude i just think it gives you the ability to almost highlight the worst parts of you oh absolutely it gives you an ability to abstract yourself from and something actually uh, i i would love to actually have that conversation with you and i'd also like to bring your mom in because your mom's a social worker and I think would have, yes, a, she is. have an interesting perspective on, you know, the the societal impact and ills that is created by anonymity. Um, yeah, because stop rubbing it in my face. Now my mom and you are successful, and I haven't achieved anything. Wow, Dad! I'm sorry. How old are you? I am twenty five. Your brain just got done cooking, by the way. So yeah, I think it still has a few years. So uh, I I'm not worried about you. Um, I think I'm not worried. I think you're doing just fine. Um, so yeah, so I am a damn queen. You are a damn queen. So I grew up, I grew up, you know, thinking that the internet was, was like this safer place, right? Because I I could, I could see, I can meet, I've met, you know, I met the the people I was talking to on the, on the bulletin boards. And then Mm -hmm. I got onto the internet and, oh, was I wrong? Right. I mean, the first, yeah. I think it was like the first or second time I got on a group chat room uh, in AOL, somebody with, oh. with a. Oh, you're taking it back. Somebody with a really, you know, weird handle, because it's thin, you still have handles or, or alias, you know, was saying terrible things. I'm like, what is this? Did I, did I just drop into the Ku Klux Klan chat room? You know, did I just drop into, uh, you know, racists are us chat room? Uh, it was, it was eye opening, And so I actually didn't really use the chat. I mean, I used AOL for other things, porn, uh, but, um, I didn't use it for chat. Right. Um, keeping us family friendly, huh, dad? You can say the word porn. Now that leaves it up to the, the 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 parents to mommy. What's porn? Uh, peas and corn. Peas and corn. It's just a shortening of peas and corn, right? Exactly. Um, so uh, where was I? Oh yeah, porn. I'm uh, just kidding. Um, so <laughs> wow, I I, I'm really learning about my dad today. I think that 
you know, social media where we are today is, is unfortunately just kind of the natural evolution of where it has been. Uh, I think it, you know, it, 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 it also highlights, I think it, it, it highlights and accentuates both the positive and the negative of, of humanity, right? Because, um, you know, being on TikTok, the creators that I, that I follow, um, are usually people who are trying to put positivity into the world. Right. Uh, and, or funny, right. They're just, they're just funny. Um, but yeah, there are areas of any of these platforms like YouTube. I mean, I think the famous saying is that on YouTube, you're basically five videos away from a white supremacist video. Yes. Um, you know, basically, basically the algorithm goes, Oh, look, he, he likes watching puppies. Maybe he'll like watching uh, a video about, you know, how nine 11 didn't happen. And then, <laughs> you know, Oh, nine 11 didn't, maybe he'll like watching a video about how the earth is flat. And then you watch the earth is flat and oh, maybe he'll like to watch a video about, you know, how the Illuminati is running the world. And then you watch that. And then at the end, it's maybe I'll like to watch a video about, uh, you know, how to join the Ku Klux Klan. So, uh, it's, but that's, that's kind of the spiral. I mean, that's the, again, the, the YouTube rat hole that you can go down. And so I, I yeah. I'm very careful. Called the rabbit hole, by the way. Yeah. Rabbit hole. I'm not the rabbit. Uh, either or both are cute little animals, both burrow. True. Um, True. But I, I, am very careful about how far the rabbit slash rat hole I go. Oh yeah, I have, I have stopped audio play, autoplay on YouTube. Good, yeah. So that, that's a helpful Just... hint for a listening audience. Turn off autoplay. It, it will, especially if you have children. Um, you know, the, unfortunately, the like the filters on on YouTube for you know they're supposed to make it child safe. They're wonky. Uh, they're kind of wonky. They're wonky as hell. Yeah, they don't really. Um, I watch and I watch uh, my nieces, my nephew, my grandson uh, watching videos on YouTube, and you know they start to get into some interesting. Like, okay, yeah, enough YouTube. Kids, YouTube is enough YouTube. It scares me. So on these platforms, because I don't do a whole, I don't go on Instagram a lot. I, I don't. Yeah. It's not that I don't get, I get Instagram. I just, eh, it's pictures. And it's, so for eh, you, yeah. would it be a correct assumption to say that social media yeah. isn't a big part of your life? Oh, uh, no, I don't think I'd be, I, I would say that I, so I pretty much gotten off Facebook, right? And, and the reason I've gotten off Facebook is because for my mental, frankly, for my mental health. And the reason I got off Facebook is because it presents a distorted picture of reality. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm not breaking any news here. You know, when you're on Facebook, you tend to put your bright, shiny moments, right? Like, oh, look, everything's so beautiful. Look at my, look at my house that I just cleaned up or look at my, my kids going off to prom or so, or look at the vacation that we're on. So, you know, if you're happen to be in a point in your life where things aren't going great and everybody around you appears to be living you know, life. A, a charmed life, then you start to wonder what's wrong with you. Um, so it, it presents a very distorted picture. 
And it was affecting me, right? Because I was, you know, again, spoiler alert, last, you know, six, seven months have been kind of crappy. And so I like, I've got to get off uh, Facebook. It's just, it's not healthy for me. Um, now, then about the same time, I loaded up TikTok. Um, and it was absolutely a distraction. It was absolutely escapism, right? Because 15 seconds, 30 second video, people doing stupid stuff, lots of dance challenges, um, you know, a lot of creative comedy. Uh, Zach, what's his face? Who's the magician? Um, oh yeah, him, the, the illusionist. illusionist, you know, he's on TikTok, and that's a form that's kind of made for him. Um, uh -huh. so, I mean, it was, it was when I needed to be distracted, when I needed to be taken out of my life, I would open up TikTok, and, you know, I found it to be a, a great escape, but again, it became too much of an escape. That's why I removed TikTok from my, my devices because I like, I'm, I'm spending time that I should be doing other more important things that I'm doing. And I'm sitting here watching TikTok. Um, so I got rid of it. And then, so I, I basically turned off all social media for a period of time. And it was so healthy for me, right? Because it allowed me to focus on the things I need to focus on. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the last, you know, month or so, I've slowly gotten back into it, back into TikTok. Yes. Uh, but I, you know, I'm trying to do better about managing my time. I, I, you know, I, I don't lose hours anymore. You know, I, I like, I'm going to allocate my, I'm going to budget myself 20 minutes of TikTok time. And when 20 minutes is over, I'm going to close it. I'm going to go do other stuff. And by 20 minutes, you mean you plan for 20 minutes and then an hour and 20 minutes yeah, pass. And yeah, then pretty much. It's 20 minutes plus about an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it allows people, everyday people, to have a stage to perform on. Right? And I think that uh -huh. there's some – it can be healthy. I mean, it can be – I know a lot of people that are on TikTok because they are insecure – or yes. they have body issues, body of, you know, um, image issues, or they're LGBTQIA plus, uh, and they're looking for community, um, or they're going through stuff. And it allows people to, you know, have some fellowship, which I think is amazing. Uh, but also... Like a fellowship of the rings? No. So I've been talking a lot on this podcast. People are sick and tired of my voice. So Megan, I'm going to throw it back to you and say, okay. what, what does, what do these platforms mean to you and how do you see them as a cis white female of a certain generation? We've already said my generation. I am generation space dust. I belong to no one. You belong to no one. But I have almost a completely opposite I don't want to say view, okay. but experience. Awesome. Love to hear it. Let's do it. This is going to make me sound so plugged in, quote unquote, but. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Plugged in. Social media is such a huge part of my life. And I'm like, I don't go on Facebook that often. Right. That's a lie. I don't post. <laughs> On Facebook that often. I don't necessarily like Facebook. I don't. 
So, but I will still find myself. What's the draw Facebook. then? What's the draw then? Connection. Okay. I open it to see if anyone has posted anything. I, I open it to see. So it's, if, it's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Yes. That's exactly it. Okay. Like I don't necessarily need or want a Facebook, but I will not and cannot get myself to delete it because what if I delete it? And that's when something sensational happens. And I've talked at length about this with my family, like in the past, I hate how Facebook has changed a lot of shit. Like I won't know stuff is happening and people's automatic response is, oh, well, it was on Facebook. Right. Um, okay. I don't go on Facebook that often. Yeah. I didn't see, like, a notification or anything. Right. Um, you know, I have an email. So let, I have a phone. But let's talk about that for a second because I, I that's happened to me as well. And that's honestly the reason I – that is the only, only reason I do not close my Facebook account is because, and, and just delete it forever, is because th- what Facebook has become is is the communication channel of choice for everybody. Almost everyone. Right? Um, yeah. You know, when you put together an event, you post it on Facebook. When you, you know... Uh, Need a recommendation for a plumber. Exactly. You put it on, on Facebook. Facebook. Right? So it's become... It's become, I don't know that it's replaced anything, uh, but well, it's kind of replaced the you know, getting together at church or, you know, wherever you congregate in large crowds and you can talk to people, it's replaced that. It's replaced the telephone. Uh, yeah. Right. I just like, I prefer text to Facebook. Interesting. I don't know why. I just okay. like my boyfriend. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You, you've got a boyfriend? Yeah. Um, I think his name is D-Snugs. 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 Huh. I love him. So we anyway. So we have to get at least one D-Snugs in, in the, every episode from now on. Uh-huh. What, what D-Snugs <laughs> got to represent? Um, he has a Facebook. Yes. Um, Has not posted anything in years. Right. Our relationship status is pending because he never gets on. So what you're really saying is it's complicated. <laughs> it's freaking complicated. But that doesn't bother me at all. I don't talk to any of like my friends on Facebook. I don't use Facebook for anything other than, Oh, I got a notification that this person posted something or this person posted something. Let's see what it is. So, and then once I'm done looking at that, like I'll just scroll. It's become your social social secretary then. It's become my social secretary. Yeah. And like I feel so mean saying this and if you are my friend on Facebook, I do not mean this to hurt you in any way. I don't necessarily give a shit about what you have to say on Facebook. If it's important or you're super happy, you're super upset about something, I know that if you want me personally to know, you will make sure I know and it won't be through Facebook. It'll be through a phone call. It'll be through an email. It will be through a text message. So 
I'm I'm glad you finally got to go on that vacation. That beach looks real <laughs> nice. Okay, what's next? But I don't, I don't care. really care. Right. So there are some like I don't use Twitter. I have a Twitter. Right. I think I've posted maybe like three things on Twitter. Right. I don't look at Twitter. I just have a Twitter for in case someday I need a Twitter so that I'll have it. In case you just or have that some, that that need to tweet at somebody. In case I just need to go on and be like, you know, stub my toe. Sad. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. Um, I I I I've been on Twitter since two thousand and seven. I don't know how long I've been on Twitter. It's it's been I, a very I, fourteen years. I've been on Twitter. Yeah. For me, and this is just my thoughts. Anyone, feel free to connect. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Instagram, Twitter, media platforms like those are for people who are influencers already, right? Promoting themselves. Yeah. yeah. Or they're they're marketing yeah. channels. That's what they are. They're marketing channels. Yep. But you know. Average Joes like you and me can have one yeah. because, you know, FOMO, we don't want to miss out. Well, and, and I, I have an Instagram. I've posted a few pictures on there, but like, I don't really look at Instagram either. Like, I'll get notifications for it. And I'm like, oh, well, that's those types of social media aren't my thing. Right. The types of social media that are my thing and probably to a detrimental point are YouTube and TikTok. Okay. I don't watch so TV. Is, is it because visual? I think so. It's visual. And if I don't like something, I can just like, oh, this thing is really funny. I want to watch that. Oh, the next thing. No, skip. Right. Oh, this thing is really funny. Oh, I don't skip. Right. And I feel like with Twitter and Instagram, you're just kind of searching for something interesting. While with usually on YouTube and like Twitter, you have people that you follow. Right. And so you get notifications when they upload something. Right. Or if you're me, they have taken over what TV and movies have once done for your life. Yeah, I... I I agree. I do not kid when I say the only time I've watched television shows in the past Lord knows how many years, I watched them with my parents and my siblings. Right. I will not be like, oh my gosh, let's watch this TV show. I mostly watch anime. That is basically what my life has become. Anime and YouTube. And here's a spoiler. A lot of the anime I watch is on YouTube. Are recommendations from people I follow on YouTube. <laughs> oh, the symbiotic and relationship. TikToks. Yep. Yes. I have a few subscriptions. Right. And basically all I watch is anime because that's my entertainment of choice. Right. I think I spend more time on YouTube than I do watching anime. Probably. And for those that know me, and what an anime nerd I am, that's not necessarily good. So for our listening audience, because, you know, this is a audio medium, I'm looking at a 
my my daughter is recording from her bedroom and over her right shoulder is a poster of an it anime is a wall scroll it's, it's a kuroko no basuke wall scroll which is an anime about basketball i don't like sports i don't <laughs> i love this anime someone tell me how that makes sense someone tell me how me who literally refers to any sports as sports ball and their you know uniforms as costumes <laughs> and i love how they make the goal in baseball it's just like so awesome yeah it's it's amazing i when i first watched this show learned every position in basketball i've since forgotten so, but i learned every position so you know what a power, I, power forward is I knew what a power forward was. What, what, the, what the? I knew what defense from under the net meant. Wow! I knew wow. what a point guard was. Wow! I knew what an ace was. I knew shit, <laughs> and I didn't use it in my life. Nope. And so it, it just—I only you. needed to know this information because I needed to know that Kyoshi Tepe was the best point guard. No power forward. I can't remember what he is. He was the best of whatever he was, <laughs> and. Kagami Taiga was the ace of all aces. Yep. And, and he, the rest of them dribbled a ball. Good job. But I would watch, I binged this freaking anime. And why did you, so again, how did you find out about it? Well, I found out from my best friend who used to play basketball. So of course oh, she okay. found so this that, anime. That's a bad example. I was thinking maybe you yes, found out about but, it on YouTube. Okay. I will tell you some of my favorite anime that I found because of YouTube. One, Jujutsu Kaisen. I know. Sounds ridiculous. Well, I, I didn't necessarily know what it was. And then one of my favorite YouTubers called Mother's Basement. He's an anime tuber. Right. That's a thing. That's a thing. Anime YouTubers are called AnnieTubers. I have learned this because I went through a rabbit hole of them. One of my favorites, Mother's Basement, came out and said, yo, this is why this anime is hype. I watched the video. I'm like, this anime is hype. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> he and now was I can't right. stop. And, uh... He was right. Skate the Infinity. Oh, Lord. Mother's Basement. This thing is beautiful and actually super cool. Wow, it's beautiful and super cool. Check it out. Can't stop watching. Horomiya. Horimiya, sorry. Not Horomiya. That's a different anime. Yeah. <laughs> Horimiya. Horimiya. I can speak words. One of my favorite animes. YouTube. So you might say that the influencer influenced you. Oh, 100%. They called me hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I cannot even pretend. I started buying, like... I would buy certain types of makeup because a beauty YouTuber I really like yeah. liked it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, because I put makeup on my face on the daily. I don't. <laughs> no, you do not. Um, I put makeup on when there's people I want to, you know, impress. I haven't wanted to impress anyone in the past year and a half, mainly because I couldn't. So... I have all this makeup just sitting in my bathroom. Yep. 
because someone told me that I would like it because they did their job. And so I think that that honestly is, is an interesting point as well as, um, you know, it used to be, we were influenced by print, you know, some magazines and by, by TV and by movies. That's it. Right. And, and our friends, right. But really trends and that was started in print media or television or in movies. Um, and uh-huh. now trends are, you know, tre- trends begin and end on YouTube or Instagram or social media in Facebook, general. Right. And honestly, if you took away my social media, if you took away my YouTubes, if you took away my TikToks, if you took away even my Facebook, right, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. And is that a good thing or a bad thing, Megan? I was just about to say that's kind of scary. Yeah. Because I will admit, I am one of those people that's constantly glued to my phone. To the point, I watch shows on my phone. I'll watch anime on my phone. I'll watch YouTube on my phone. I have a big screen in my living room that I can connect my phone to. Right. I don't. I will sit on the couch basically facing the TV and I will watch something on my phone. Wow. My boyfriend has come up, sorry, three snugs has come up to me and looked me dead in the eyes and said, you realize you can cast that onto the TV. And my responses have been, I like watching it on my phone. (laughs) So I would posit that my generation, if the internet was to be turned off tomorrow, that my generation, Gen X, old and older and possibly a little bit into Gen Z would be okay. We would, we would adapt and we would just revert back to the way that it, that it was right. Because we know a time before all of this and we know that, you know what life was, what well, life was good then too, uh, for your generation. And we would implode and yeah, revert back it, to cavemen. You would not know what to do. I think your social no. skills uh, what social skills? What social skills? <laughs> I think that, that, yeah, you would, you guys would struggle. You guys would struggle we would hard. hard, cool struggle. Like social media has become such an ingrained part of, I don't want to say our generation and our society. Cause I do feel like each generation has their own, you know, quote unquote versions of society, but it has become such, I want to say, an integral part of who we are yeah. that it's scary, but at the same time, not. Does um, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Or it's, or we're kind of in that stage of it's scary, and I realize that I'm too attached to these things, but I like how things are, and I don't want them to change. Yeah. When the, uh, I remember an interview with one of the, you know, the the fathers of the internet as they called them. And, you know, this is back in the, the mid nineties. Oh, this is not what the people who created the internet, like this is not what they wanted. No, <laughs> this that, is not what they had planned. No, but the, the gentleman, uh, and I'm trying to remember if it was, if it was Tim Berners Lee or, um, somebody else. I can't remember who, who it Just was. Just call them internet daddy. We'll call one of the, the fathers of the internet, um, internet daddy, you know, asked what 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 will the internet become and is this like when he 
like when it first came out and stuff? Well, or was this recent? No, this is when it first came out, right? For the the years of the the, the initial birth years, right? Okay, before, tell us what Engineer Daddy two, said before two thousand, right? Year two thousand. Um, yes, he said a lot of things, but the one the thing that stuck with me is, and I'm paraphrasing, is that you know, if allowed, this could be, you know, the worst thing that's happened to humans in history. And in a point, he's right. It is one of the worst things that's ever happened to us. And it's also well, one of the best. I agree. I think that there's. It is definitely a double-edged sword. Yep. Like, okay, I can conceive that I would struggle losing social media. I don't think it would end me. Losing the internet. I don't know how modern society would. There would definitely be a collapse, if I'm being honest. Because schools that are on the internet, information, like a lot of kids don't really use textbooks anymore. If you want to know something, you can learn it online. And honestly, for as much as Facebook has its flaws, and believe, sorry, not Facebook, YouTube, YouTube has its flaws. Right. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that you can go on YouTube and basically learn whatever you want is amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, Khan Academy, right? Khan Academy started as a series of YouTube videos. Guy put up videos to help his kids with math. Um, so I mean, yeah. it, it's, I think it's like with any other tool that, you know, humans have created, uh, oh, there you make a tool. Someone's going to find a way to right. abuse it. Can it can be used for good, or it can be used for for ill, and or it can, in a way, just be neutral. Well, in of it's, it's there, it's neither, but the internet is neither good nor bad. The internet is made good or bad by how we how we use it, right? And I feel like I use it in the best ways. Seriously, for, for if you like anime, <laughs> when yeah, did this become? Just say. When did this become anime talk, Meg? It's me. I'm recording <laughs> in a Sailor Moon Crystal sweatshirt. It is true. Next to my Kuroko no Basuke, the wall scroll, and my stuffed cat that I got at Comic-Con that I named Mizuki because of Oran High School Host Club. And he is now holding up a pop figure of Aizawa from My Hero Academia. And do not even get me started on the mini shrine I have to my hero in my closet. Yeah, okay. So... We now know that Megan is a weeb. Um, and No, I'm not a weeb. <laughs> weeb is insulting. Oh, I am an otaku. O otaku? I can send you a video on why weeb is insulting and why you want to be an otaku. Okay, so I think that I'm probably a weeb and you're an, an um, otaku. You think that you know everything about Japanese culture oh, okay, so much that, to the point that, that you're basically Japanese? Then I'm not a weeb, No. No. Otaku is the people that are fascinated by the culture, love the meat, like love the art mediums and everything like that, like have a genuine interest in Japan and what it has. Right. Instead of like, yeah, well, um, I've watched seven anime, so I basically know how to speak the language. Okay. I'm basically Japanese. Okay, gatekeeper. Um, so let's see. And I learned that. From a from, TikTok from, video. From the internet. Well, I think we're not going to reach 
Well, the point of this discussion is not to reach a conclusion around platforms, but really to talk about, you know, the, their influence, their impact on our generations and our genders. We didn't really, mm-hmm. I, you know, we didn't really get into the ge- the gender part of it because I think the, that um, the binary genders, male and female, I think that the, mm-hmm. the binary genders uh, view and use and wield the internet in very different ways. I'm very interested to know what the non-binary, not the non-binary, yeah, the non-binary genders um, or, you know, people who don't identify as either male or female, how they experience the internet, because I've got to imagine that they experience it very differently. Because there, oh. there are probably large areas of the internet that, how do I say this, just aren't for them. They don't feel like it's for them. Yeah. And hundred percent. And so maybe, and I think thankfully, I think that is changing. I do too. I think, uh, I think it's changing. I don't think it's changing as quickly enough and I don't think it's changing um, with intent, in, intent behind it. I think it's just, it's changing because it's changing. Um, I see it. Like I said, I see it on, on TikTok. hate to go back to TikTok, but it's the one that I'm, you know, most familiar with and, and most um, engaged with right now, uh, there is, there are subcultures, as you, you know, say gay TikTok or right wing TikTok or lawyer TikTok or doctor TikTok. But there are. One of my favorite TikToks, sorry to cut in, is um, trans TikTok. Trans TikTok. I've, I think I've had, you know, a couple of, of, uh, visits to trans tiktok but i haven't really been immersed in it there's this one creator who i love she is a mother effing queen her name is maddie okay m-a-t-t-i oh, I, I know this person yes i love maddie she's awesome and what she does is she uses her platform being like hey here's all the experiences i've had as a trans woman or you know what? I'm having a really so, hard day because here, of X and Y. Okay, here's the interesting thing about Maddie. Um, when I first encountered Maddie, I fell in love with this person because of their attitude. Just, They're so sassy. I love it. Just I and I'm like, and and you know, I'm sitting there going, I wonder how they identify. Mm-hmm. Because um the person, and I, I I'm I'm avoiding labels right now because at the time the person i was looking at frankly i'm like could be could be anything right could be any gender or any identification they have a very androgynous very androgynous appearance this person is incredibly sweet is very funny um just has a very uh optimistic view on life Loves to go buy strange stuff at the store. Yes. Um, uh, and and I, so at some point I stopped wondering about their gender. I just, mm-hmm. it didn't matter to me. Um, not that it really ever did, but I was curious what, what they identified. So to hear yeah, you, we like to know hear you say, hear you refer to Maddie as a she is interesting. Because I suspected that Maddie was trans. 
but I wasn't quite sure which way Maddie was going. Um, Maddie's a female. Okay. So Maddie is a female. Yes. And she is great. And it's she's so, amazing. She's amazing. And I don't give a crap what she identifies as either. I just found her because of like what the first like one of the first videos I found was, hey, do you want to hear about some horrible dating experiences I yep. had as a tra- like as a transitioning female? And I was like, why yes? Because <laughs> you have this look in your eye and your nails are just so sharp that I cannot look away from them or they might stab me in the heart and rip it out and, you know, just be like, hmm, looks like you eat too much sodium. (laughs) That's funny. She's just... And I want to see more creators like her because she has a story that a lot of people need to hear. Yeah. And you're right. She is optimistic. She is fun. She is lighthearted. But she also posts videos of when she's not. Of when she's not okay. Is this the same person we're talking about? Um, no. Oh. Okay. That is not okay. the same person. I will M- send you M-A-T-T-I-E some M-A-T-T-I-E is... Is how she, I think she's just M E T T I. Oh. I think her name is Maddie Harrington. Okay. I um you'll how about after this? You know, you send me a TikTok and I'll send you a TikTok and then we can be fans of all the Maddies. Okay, we can be fans of all the Maddies. So yes. uh, interesting. So I was talking about a different Maddie, but similar because again, I'm yeah, I'm but not the sure. fact that we were Talking about a different Maddie, but we didn't realize because these people are kind of out there doing the same thing. Right. It's something that is amazing. And that's if I have to come away from all this talk of social media with one thing, it would be that people who didn't have a voice are now getting one. Right. And they're gaining traction because one of the best things about social media is it's really hard to keep things behind closed doors now. Oh, it is. You can't keep it. And and, (laughs) circling back. That could be also one of the worst, but it's also one of the best. To China, and that's one of the reasons why China so heavily censors and regulates what their people can see because you- Yeah, they want those doors closed. they, They want to keep the genie in the bottle, right? And- and I agree with you. I think that one of the amazing things about the internet, about social media, and about these platforms is it does give everybody the opportunity to stand on a stage and mm-hmm. have a voice. And sometimes what they're saying is not worth listening to, frankly. No. Sometimes what they're saying, frankly, will change your life. And so I, I, I applaud it and I, I am, I will fiercely defend it, um, you know, because I think that, yeah, there, there, there are, there are horrible things that happen sometimes cyberbullying, um, you know, influencers doing really stupid things, Jake Paul, um, people of certain minorities getting treated horribly right. by and other people so, in power. That that is horrible, 
and that is terrible and that that stuff needs to you know be be called out and be dealt with mm-hmm. i would not want to see things get shut down because of those things happening because i think that it's it's a magnifying glass on society right it it that's exactly what social media is it's a magnifying glass on society. And if we get mad and, and get disgusted at TikTok because of what's on there, then we have to get just as mad and disgusted at our own society because it's no different. No, what you're seeing reflected is what needs to be reflected. Exactly. Like, I love the fact that anything can be videoed now. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a double-edged sword. Absolutely. It can be horrible, but also it Sorry. Um <laughs> you, getting a little emotional. You're deep in thought there. Um I honestly have to say I don't know if I would have the beliefs that I do. Right. If it weren't for all the social media and how open people have been. Well, it allows you to hear voices that, frankly, going back to my childhood, that I never would have had the opportunity to hear because those voices were not present in my world. So my Mm -hmm. world has gotten huge. And it's also gotten very small, right? And then small in the fact that somebody from across the world, he, they could be taught, we could be talking, we could be conversing, we could be texting or leaving messages or whatever. There is no limitation of distance any longer. And I think that's amazing. It is. It really is. I have met more friends online than I have in person. Yeah. And thank goodness for that because again, I have no social skills. You have no social skills. My social skill is an introvert looks at me, says that they like me, and then decides they're my friend. <laughs> is that how it goes? You're my friend now. That's, that's literally how I became friends with my best friend. Megan. Sixth grade. I choose you. Basically, I walk into sixth grade. She looks over at me. It says, we're going to be friends now. She basically said, you, you're sitting next to me. And I did. And from that day, we've been best friends. And that's it. And and that's all she wrote. That's like the the shortest origin story ever. It it really is. But to, because we do need to wrap this up because we have been getting long winded. Yes, we're. I would, I would almost challenge our audience to. Use social media for, you know, next time they're on social media, go on there for whatever you're going on there for. But also maybe look for something that you usually don't look at. Yeah, look for, or for something that's that's watch something that you've seen and maybe has piqued your interest, but it's not like in your quote unquote brand. Right. Like. Because you never know what you might learn right you never know what you're gonna what find you might... life's like a box of chocolates that's from the goonies no that's from i'm kidding i know that's from forrest gum okay okay well on on that 
note. Uh, yes, let's wrap this up. So um, I would love I would love for our listening audience to give us their thoughts and their but not through social media. and their impressions of social media. Uh, how can <laughs> how can they how can they talk to us, Megan? Well, certainly not through any social media. <laughs> oh heck no! <laughs> Laugh, but you know if you did want to be one of those people who uses social media. That would actually be great because we have a Facebook page. We do, in fact. Also, another reason we don't delete our Facebook. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you can find us at Gen Gap Cap. <laughs> Gen Gap Cast. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Let's try that again. Gen Gap. Gen Cast. Gap Cast. There you go. You just type that in the handy dandy search all, all bar. One mm-hmm. yeah. All one word. All one word. Um, we have a Twitter. We do. I promise I will try and get better at Twitter. You you, you really should because I'm ca- I'm carrying the Twitter. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't even seen our Twitter. Yeah. It's not very active, but uh, you know I'm doing yeah. what I can. Mm-hmm. It will be more active the more people who want to talk to yeah, us. In, in you fact, can find us at. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. We're also Gen Gap Cast on Twitter. No, actually, we're uh, not Gen Gap Cast on Twitter. Because everything I know is a lie. Everything I can taste that you know is a lie. But, but I think it was because uh, Gen Gap Cast was like taken, and so I believe. Are we just Gen Gap? So if you go to uh, GenGapCast.com, all of our social media links are right there, and you can. Or you can do that. Or you can, and you know, at the very bottom. And a link to our email info at gengapcast.com. Our Twitter handle is gapgen, G-A-P-G-E-N. Well, thank goodness that we put that up because who knows how many people have been trying to reach out to us on Twitter. Well, you know, I I figured that we probably need to clarify that. But So Facebook, Twitter, um, there is an Instagram. But like I said, all these links are on our webpage at the bottom. You can go follow them. there's even an email. Please follow us on Instagram. If we start getting more followers, I will post pictures yeah. of my podcast cat. Oh, pod- podcast cat. There's at least always one cat with me when I am podcasting. It's because you have so many. I only have four. It's a lot. I need more. No, that's a lot. Okay. So um, <laughs> thank you very much for that, Megan. So let's talk about that. I'll also show you my recording closet. I mean, studio. <laughs> Back in the closet. Um, So let's talk about the podcast for a second. So you can find us wherever you find all your podcasts. We're on Apple and Google and Stitcher and Spotify. And you can smash that subscribe button. And what it will do is it will drop any new episodes like this one into your uh, podcast player automatically. We'd love it if you would share this podcast. Uh, You know, we're again, we're... Review it. Rate, review it. We're starting to see an uptick in our listenership, which is amazing. Uh, It is one of the most humbling things to see that that number, you know, increment. So I appreciate all the the work that our fans are doing on our behalf. Um, Yes, thank you. We do appreciate it. But also, you know, it's expected because who doesn't want to hear this voice? Oh, I'm going to make that into a ringtone. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, then hold on. I'll laugh for a little longer for you afterwards. Awesome. So, yeah, I think that does all, all the business. Oh, uh, just a yeah, quick disclaimer. Again, up to upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about 
some uh, some fairly serious topics. So, so trigger warning. Um, we will eventually get to it because how long have we been putting yeah, that yeah, we, warning we, at the we've end? We've been teasing for a while now, but it's it's a matter of making sure that people who need to be part of the conversation are at a point where and a place where they can have that conversation. So yeah, uh, we will also put a warning at the beginning of the episodes when they come yeah, out. Not trying to rush anything here. I want it to be, I want it to be uh, healing and and therapeutic for us all. So. Uh, when the time is right, we'll have those conversations. But I just want to make sure that, you know, we put these warnings at the end uh, just in case, because I hate for somebody to pick up a, an episode of one of these more sensitive topics and go, you could have warned a person. So we're trying to warn people. Anyway, um, uh, I really enjoyed this conversation, Meg. It's been very enlightening. Uh, I'm I'm influenced now uh, and I've got to go watch at least three hours worth of TikTok. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to go, you know, watch some TikTok and then probably watch some anime that I found on YouTube. So, given that, I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. Stay safe. Stay, stay educated. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you all next time. Oh, 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 oh,